his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to this week's edition of The Most Insane Things This Week Podcast. There's only two qualifications. They've got to be insane and they've got to be things we've never seen before with the potential to change everything. Making it insane that I can do this podcast every week, but it shows you the times we live in. For the second week in a row, and I don't want to make a habit of this, I'm combining Thursday and Friday's podcast. That's why it's a little long. There won't be a podcast tomorrow because I've got something I've got to attend, but we'll go back to regular schedule after this. So please enjoy this extra long, extra insane podcast. Let's get started. Insane thing number five. It is not an exaggeration to say that Joe Biden is literally paying Iran to hit our troops. And make no doubt about it. Inside this White House, the radicals, they hate our troops. They have absolute disdain for anyone who would sign up to defend America. They hate America. And they love this. Just as Iran was rounding the corner to 52 strikes, On our bases, only four of them responded to at all by the Biden administration. What did Joe do? This on Tuesday, jaw-dropping, gifted another sanctions waiver to Iran so they could access the $10 billion sitting in accounts in Iraq. This came after yet another outrage we detailed in last week's Battleground podcast about how the Pentagon flat out lied about the number of troops who now have catastrophic brain injuries from the strikes on our bases in Syria and Iraq by Iran. They said it was 15. That's more like 45. And of all people, NBC News busted them. Could be higher now because they were coming out as whistleblowers. Their families are. So they're literally lying about the hits to our troops to cover for Iran so they can get them 10 billion, not million, billion dollars more. That's money Trump had frozen sitting in Iraqi bank accounts. It's a total outrage because it literally means, this is how Iran will take this, that Joe Biden is rewarding them for the 30 Americans Hamas killed and for the 58 strikes on Americans that resulted in injuries and brain damage. What do you do? Well, they hit a few weapons depots, but no no big deal. We'll pay for that with the $10 billion that we just released to you. Meanwhile, we're having, and this is incredible, an Iranian hostage crisis 
worse than the one that did in Jimmy Carter in the 1970s when Americans gave a damn about their fellow Americans and tuned in every day for hostage updates. Americans don't even know how many hostages there are, what their names are. They couldn't recognize them on television. This week, we learned one of the hostages, get this, is a three-year-old whose parents were murdered in the pogrom on October 7th. They were all American citizens. Let that sink in. All American citizens. And yet the White House and the Biden administration had managed to keep it a secret until now. Hot Air did a piece like the New York Post did last week. Headline, why does almost no one demand the hostages be released? Why, the New York Post asked, does the Biden administration not seem to care at all about the hostages? And here's what's so nuts. Biden himself admitted Iran is supporting Hamas and controls them. Iran is, is, is supporting Hamas and other terrorist groups in the region and will continue to hold them accountable, I might add. But he did the opposite, rewarding Iran, who the Wall Street Journal says armed, trained, supplied, and provided logistical support for October 7th. Biden is instead rewarding them with $10 billion and hasn't even formally asked for the hostages back. Wait, they've had a toddler with murdered parents hostage who's an American citizen this whole time? We didn't even know. Essentially, we're having a 1970s style hostage crisis and no one gives a damn. What's so remarkable about this is that to have it matter, we need the Republicans to give a damn. Remember when Rush Limbaugh used to play that audio of Democrats on station after station after station saying the exact same thing? That's called an echo chamber. Those are talking points. They produce them in war rooms. Democrats are still using that strategy. We clearly don't have one. I watch eight hours of television a day. There's no coordinating messages at all about the hostages. So far, just two right-wing media outlets, thehotair.com and New York Post, have even questioned why Republicans aren't talking about this. And that is why Democrats are getting away with it. That is why Democrat protesters are getting away with chanting death to Jews. That is why Democrat protesters in California have now gotten away with the murder of an elderly Jewish man. And we don't have even talking points. We should have guests booked on all these shows saying hostage crisis, hostage crisis, hostage crisis. We should be hounding the Democrat Party for its anti-Semitism over and over. There is no coordinated response of any kind. And that is why you're seeing the left go wild in the streets, because they can't. These are easy political scores for us. And it's just the right thing to do. Nobody is coordinating it. It's astonishing. If this continues throughout the election, we don't have a prayer. It's almost as if the Republicans are too intellectually lazy to fight them. Yes, a few individual senators have gone on television, said a few things, but that's it. Yet it's as if we're just too lazy to pick up our feet, put them in front of each other and fight. Let's pause here for a sec to talk about an insane poll. The average American, according to one poll, (laughs) tends to gain Eight pounds. I mean, deliberately intense to gain eight pounds over the holidays this year. That's up from 5.5 pounds in the same survey last year. Is this you? 72% of people in the poll say they're planning to enjoy the end of the year without worrying about their diet. That's up from only 54% in 
last year. If that's you, here's what you need to do. Contact the folks at myphdweightloss.com and make an appointment for the first week of January. Go ahead and get set up. Enjoy yourself knowing you've got a great way to take that eight pounds off and all the rest of it too. By spring, you'll be looking great because it works fast. Find them online, myphdweightloss.com. There's somebody doing it in all 50 states and you can do it from home. Myphdweightloss.com. Now back to the podcast. Insane thing number four. I covered this in an earlier podcast, but I'm going to recap it here for those of you who just listened to this edition of the podcast every week. Nikki Haley let the cat out of the bag this week. The number one plan, the most important thing that our elites intend to do right after the 24 election is speech codes, speech control, starting with an absolute necessity for speech control, digital ID. You have to know everybody's digital ID. It must be tied to their names. You could tie it to their computer before you can begin broad speech controls and tying control to central bank digital currency. Digital ID is key to everything. And Nikki Haley, who we know are here in South Carolina, she's both not that bright and has a really big mouth. She has a history of blabbing what her globalist friends say behind closed doors. For instance, she pretty much destroyed Marco Rubio's uh, campaign for president last time when she spent, she didn't even make it a whole day as his surrogate, went on television and told everyone he supported amnesty. He spent the rest of the week uh, making up for that with interviews explaining how she was wrong and she was immediately fired. She does this. I've been watching her for years. What her Chardonnay sipping friends say, there's no barrier with her. It just comes out of her mouth. And I can imagine in globalist circles, particularly uh, the World Economic Forum, she's a young economic forum leader. She was inducted into the WEF in 2011, they must be just just cringing uh, because you weren't supposed to know they were going to do this. But she let the cat out of the bag when she said, everybody will have to be verified in order to go on social media. What is that? Digital ID. So why would she be saying this right now? Well, I told you she was inducted along with a bunch of Democrat Congress members and some liberal CNN host hacks Uh, back in 2011, as a World Economic Forum young global leader. Those are the people behind the Great Reset, the people who say people in the world should own nothing but be happy and submit to complete authoritarian control. So that's where she comes from. Well, it's interesting that the chatter in her circles in the last week would have been about digital ID, because that's what she was talking about. Because the World Economic Forum just last week held a forum called 50 in 5 where they committed to the goal of getting 50 countries, including the U.S., signed up on digital ID, which would end anonymity on the web and allow them to track you in much the way your credit card bill tracks your purchases. They could track your speech. She said, and this is key, that it was the first thing she'd do as president, not secure the border, not the debt, not the terrorist, not foreign policy, but making sure your speech could be controlled and you were verified before you'd be allowed to go on the internet. That's how big of a deal this is in her circles. And what it tells us is it's not just the Democrats planning it. It's the globalist Republican leadership as well. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, 
every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say. Naturally, Fox News, who pimped Nikki all week, trying to pump her back up after that debacle, didn't ask her the key question. Verified by who, Nikki? By who? She couldn't have answered it because I already know the answer to that question. It's astonishing to me nobody's asked her this question. Verified by Bill Gates, as regular listeners to this podcast know. Why? Because in August, he released his international seamless borderless digital ID program, which does what? Exactly what Nikki called for. It verifies you, who you are. So you can never be an honest skin and they can track you. It is the first step in speech crackdown. And damn, it's important to them, isn't it? Insane thing number three is guaranteed to give me nightmares. Remember that creepy Chinese run lab they found near Fresno? It was just a couple of Reedley County code enforcement officers happened to discover a garden hose illegally attached to a facility's exterior, ended up raiding the place, found mice that had been genetically grown to carry COVID, vials of Ebola, COVID, malaria, weaponized HIV. Remember all of that? Sure looked like a Chinese bioweapons lab. Boy, it sure faded from the headlines fast. Well, now we know why. Thanks to a report from the House Select Committee on China. Oh, my God. It turns out they arrested the guy running the place, Jia B. Zhu. Who is he? Not just some businessman. It turns out he is part of the military civil fusion program of the People's Republic of China's military. And what does the MCF do? Quote, according to the State Department, undertake classified military research and development and weapons production. What the hell was he doing in this country? He was using an assumed name, David He. I bet you he was an illegal immigrant. The report doesn't say either way, but here's what he was doing. Oh, with the $2 million, the report says, transferred to him from People's Republic of China bank accounts. In his own words, you ready for this? As he sent in a message to one of his co-conspirators on the Chinese application WeChat, he was defeating the American aggressor. That's his goal. Quote, defeat the American aggressor and wild, ambitious wolf. The law is strong, he wrote, but the outlaws are 10 times stronger. He was battling, he says, American imperialism. And you could pretty well damn well do that with weaponized mice and a lot of diseases to spread here. City officials found thousands of vials within the facility, some of which were unlabeled. And now some of which we'll never know what they contained. Because guess why? The CDC came in and destroyed them, even though that defied a judge's order to save them and preserve them for testing. Oh, how convenient. According to the report, this is where it gets weird, Officials begged the FBI to come in and investigate, but they refused. They then turned to the CDC, but the CDC didn't give a damn either, even hanging up on county officials mid-phone call. Well, Democrat Congressman Representative Jim Costa got involved, persuaded the CDC to come out. That turned out, again, to be a mistake, as they directed state and local authorities to destroy the evidence, the toxins, from the facility that was subject to the court order. We'll never fully know. According to the report, among the items, the CDC personnel 
had destroyed was something labeled freezer labeled Ebola. Clearly, Washington does not want you to know what the Chinese were doing there, which makes it all the more remarkable and quite frankly, civilizationally suicidal the way that Joe Biden and Gavin Newsom rolled out the red carpet for Chairman Xi in San Francisco, treating him as a rock star, even scraping the poop off the sidewalks and clearing the vagrants who, by the way, are there because of Chairman Xi. You know what's so funny? You know, Chairman Xi released statements before coming here making fun of the U.S., for what a hellhole San Francisco is. It's almost as if the Democrats, to make him happy, responded by cleaning up the streets. It's a bizarre spectacle. And this, for the guy we're finding out, sent par- a, a military asset to come here and make war on us with a bioweapons lab on our soil. Dear God, what is going on here? And it's not just China, y'all. Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, gave this testimony same day that broke, about the long list of groups that are now seeking to commit or have told their followers to commit terrorist acts on American soil. They include, he says, Hezbollah, Hamas, which is now threatening to attack U.S. interests in America and the Middle East. Al-Qaeda issued a specific call to attack America and Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, a separate group, called on jihadists to attack Americans and particularly Jewish people. ISIS is also urging its followers to target Jewish communities in the United States. If you're still keeping track, and the Biden administration isn't, they don't give a damn, that's five terror groups looking to hit Americans on American soil and most particularly to hunt Jews. You gotta wonder... Heck, if you're China, why don't you just pass those vials of deadly COVID virus, you know, the 70% kill rate one I keep telling you about, that Mike Pompeo, former CIA director, says they have at Wuhan Lab. Yeah, why don't you just pass that on to Al-Qaeda or ISIS? You don't even have to do it yourself. Fuck, this is wild with an open border. All this is we're finding out that a guy, a Muslim, on the terror watch list, we don't have his name yet, murdered a SWAT officer and two hostages in Austin, Texas. This happened back on November 11th, and so far the mainstream media has managed to keep it tamped down, although they probably won't be able to for much longer. The Texas SWAT officer who was murdered, by the way, we had to read about this in the UK Daily Mail. That's how we find out what's going on in this country. Um, The Texas SWAT officer was murdered by this unnamed Muslim. Three other people were killed In the gun battle that ensued, all of them Muslim members, I think of his family, it's hard to say, but the guy was on the terror watch list, had managed to accumulate high caliber weapons, body armor, and bomb making materials. The FBI now says it's investigating, which is incredible because remember when it leaked four weeks ago now out of the FBI, they didn't want us to know somebody leaked it, that their chief counterterrorism focus now is Trump supporters. In their own word. This is why all this stuff's happening. And what's so remarkable about that is that that same report that says they're now focused on Trump supporters admits they're not violent. They're just being watched in case they become violent. Well, while the FBI is waiting for us to maybe someday become violent and monitoring moms who say mean things at school board hearings, Texas cop and head SWAT agent... Jorge Pastori, just 38 years old, paid with his life. He was murdered by the terrorist 
who somehow is just walking around this country. I can't wait. You know why they they hushed this up, I bet? I bet he's here illegally. I, I just guess they haven't said either way yet, but he's on the terror watch list and he's walking around. You think he's here legally? I doubt it. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Anyway, where I meant to go with insane thing number two was actually the DNC insurrection. You realize they had to lock down the DNC and all of the offices of Congress, the House and the Senate, after the insurrection by pro-terrorist, pro-Hamas, Democrat writers. You know who got this correct? Representative Mike Collins, when he tweeted, Thank you, Capitol Police, for keeping Democrats safe from their own terrorist-loving supporters. Stay safe out there. Well, six of them got harmed as they attempted to protect the DNC from the lunatics in the Democrat Party outside violently protesting. You know what? You need to look at this and look at the video. It's very violent. How they were dressed in what they call black block. That's all black. Where's that come from? It harkens straight back to pre-Hitlerian on the verge of power Nazi Germany when the brown shirts would battle with the black blocks. The black blocks were the communist. The brown shirts were the fascist. Ultimately, the fascists would defeat the the black blocks. But folks, they're even beginning to dress the the way they did when they were street thugs in Nazi Germany. Where's all this coming from, y'all? I'm still thinking about that tip poll from Harvard Harris showing an astonishing 49% of those 18 to 24 support not only Hamas, but when specifically asked if Hamas was justified in the rapes and brutal murders of those 1,300 Israeli civilians, fully 49% of Americans 18 to 24 said thumbs up. Yes. Where is that coming from? The violence, the black bloc, 
the increasing Heil Hitlers that we're hearing chanted. By the way, they had to finally take that video down off Twitter. It's from the 100,000 strong pro-Palestinian march on D.C. Hitler going back into vogue. Where is all this? The power of TikTok, y'all. It's been just over a couple of weeks, and they've been able to favorably revive Hitler. It should show you the absolute unmitigated power of this tool, especially when you consider recent polls saying a third of this young generation, their early 20s, they're getting their news off TikTok. Folks, that is pure communist propaganda. It is a Chinese propaganda tool. And this is the measure of the sheer power of it that we just had posts by newly pro-Palestinian young people. And if you watch the videos, these aren't people from Gaza. These aren't people with a foreign accent. These are American people, Caucasian kids who use like every other third sentence. They're passing around a letter written by bin Laden and praising him for 9-11. I kid you not. That's where this radical strain is coming from. And it's moving fast. Take a listen. Fox News tells the story best. The last 24 hours is emblematic of something that's happening every day. Right or wrong, real or not, social media, especially TikTok, is transforming the national conversation. So here's what happened. A pro-Palestinian influencer discovered a letter written by Osama bin Laden 20 years ago on the webpage of a British newspaper. She then posted a video saying bin Laden, the man responsible for 9-11, was right. Jews have no historical right to Israel and that he blames America for any and all violence in the Middle East. Quote, I need everyone to stop what they're doing right now and go read the letter, she says, because, quote, I'm going through like an existential crisis. Well, people did. Her video got 2 million views and 200,000 likes, with most saying they too feel angry, manipulated, and lied to by U.S. media and schools. The conversation then migrated to Reddit and Twitter, with hundreds of thousands commenting and posting similar views. These people are, of course, massive idiots. I just came from watching the footage that the Israeli embassy compiled about the October 7th attack. Mm -hmm. It is horrific. For someone on TikTok to somehow suggest that this is America's fault or that bin Laden, who killed thousands of innocent Americans, was right, is absolutely disgusting and further evidence that we need to ban TikTok. So here's one takeaway, Tammy. Americans watch three billion hours of TikTok every month. Fully a third get their news there. And the fear is this is how you're educating an entire generation. There's no fact checking on TikTok. And 30 second video does not make foreign history. That's the fault of this is a generation since since September 11th. Twenty somethings are responding to this. And it's because of the lack of education that, you know, at least they know their pronouns. Right. But they don't know about this. Doesn't this show us, though, the the kind of the void, the intellectual void, the emotional void, the morality void? If one TikTok video can sweep some young people into thinking, yeah, that's right. Pew Research just found out that almost one third of young Americans, 32 percent of Americans ages 18 to 29 get at least some news from Mm -hmm. TikTok. Finally, insane thing number one shows you the size and the scope 
of the PSYOPs now conducted by our government, the sheer size and capacity of its ability to lie to us. And I'm talking about a lie that involved the collusion of the Pentagon, the news media, the CIA, and the State Department. These are big PSYOPs. And it goes to show you, if you learn nothing else from me, if you take nothing else away, question everything they say. They will lie to you and manipulate you on a dime. That lie was the lie delivered with absolute certainty. And anybody who questioned it was a Russian sympathizer that Russia had blown up the Nord Stream pipeline. The United States government including the Pentagon, the State Department, and CIA, delivered this pronouncement less than 24 hours after the pipeline blew. No one was allowed to question it. Anybody who did was mocked. I was one of those who told you right away it was fake. Russia didn't do it. Wouldn't make any sense. Russia, after all, owned 51% of the pipeline. It was key to its national fossil fuel-dependent budget. There's no way they'd blow up their own pipeline. It also gave them the potential for supremacy over several European states, including the crown gem, Germany. Longtime Battleground America listeners remember me telling you why we blew up. Yes, I just said that. Why we blew up. America blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. And it was because Russia was demanding that Germany begin paying for the gas exported in it um, in either rubles or if they didn't want to do that, their own currency. The only deal to keep the gas flowing, though, was they had to drop dollars. They couldn't pay in dollars. It's the one thing Washington won't tolerate. It's the one thing Washington will kill over and has killed over again and again. You do not attack the printing press. Now, Saddam Hussein, you remember, said he was going to begin selling his oil in his own currency. We quickly killed him, used fake made-up intel to justify the entire Iraq invasion. Libya, yep, Muammar Gaddafi, a key ally of ours in the war on terror, praised by George W. Bush, made the mistake of saying that he was going to settle up oil transactions for gold, not U.S. dollars. He didn't make it two years before we killed him, too. Inside Germany, German politicians who were already sweating the utility bills of the factories and homes of Germans, thanks to climate change legislation, had begun to cave, had begun to suggest, including one of their leading industrialists, that, yes, they caved to Russia to keep the natural gas flowing and they drop the dollar. Had that happened, it might have started a cascade of everybody dropping the dollar to concede to Russia's demands. Folks, the value of our dollar might have plummeted. We had to do something like a bunch of drunken money changers in a temple somewhere. Anyway, the big lie, and I told you it was a big lie at the time, (laughs) was that Russia blew up its own pipeline. But Americans didn't understand what we were being told. The Nord is actually four pipelines, two of them that had been fully operational since 2011. They delivered a significant amount of the natural gas that powered the German economy. We destroyed them, or somebody did. Now we're saying it was Ukraine. What a crock. Anyway, so we, the, those two were destroyed. That's why we had all those stories of Germans running around in the forest collecting firewood to try to get through the winter. It was outrageous. Okay, well, a third pipeline out of the four 
those are the new two that were supposed to start running also blew up. Germany, Finland, and some British investors had billions of dollars total in those three pipelines. Yes, Russia owned half too, but just 51%. If we blew up the pipeline, that would constitute a terror attack on our NATO allies. See the problem there? But anybody using just a little common sense could see who it was that blew up the pipeline and why. We couldn't let Germany start buying its natural gas from Russia without using U.S. dollars is part of the exchange. Russia, meanwhile, was conducting economic warfare, trying to down the dollar. Well, I don't know if you remember, over the last year, Germany did their own investigation and determined Russia didn't do it. They didn't say who did, because that would have caused an international crisis. But you could tell they knew. Well, a partnership between the Washington Post, which is the house organ of the CIA, and Der Spiegel, came up with a a cover story. Yeah, Ukraine did it. That's hilarious. Because if you read halfway through the story, there's a Ukrainian military official they're blaming for it. We even admit in the the Washington Post, well, he didn't have any expertise in underwater diving. Oh, yeah, and he had help. Yeah, from who? Us. Eventually, folks, we're going to learn we did it in one of the greatest acts of terror of this century. But we can't admit what we are because it would change everything in the world. But I wanted to point out to you how significant a flip that is. To flip from Russia did it, nobody questioned, or you're a Russian disinformer to, oh, wait, it was the other side, Ukraine. Yeah, and they couldn't have done it alone. Someone helped them. Well, who the heck you think helped them? It would have to be a Western nation. Well, you think it was China? Heck no. It could only be us. Again, remember Pulitzer Prize winning journalist Cy Hirsch, who broke the Melee Massacre story, broke the story where he traced using satellite data and imagery, the crew leaving from one of our naval ports, going all the way there, using the cover um, of an aquatic competition to blow the Nord and then returning. Look, folks, this is open and shut. We did it. And that speaks volumes about who America really is the world's leader and freedom whatever the american people by and large may still be good people but our government is profoundly corrupt and largely out of control in a way that will reverberate for generations once it's finally acknowledged in the world how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.